Welcome back to the Speedy Arrowcast. I'm your host, Dan Morin, and I am joined for this episode of the Speedy Arrowcast by long-lost team members. John Moltz is here. I just want to know who uh, who does fight training on a glass disco floor? I mean, only the most stylish of <laughs> military martial arts trained. <laughs> I don't even, I have nothing. Okay. I have nothing. All right. All right. Guy English is also here. Hi, Guy. The presenting sponsor of the Speedy Arrowcast <laughs> is the Yellow Pages. Just when you thought we'd been obsoleted, our versatility hits you like a bat. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Uh, did not occur to me. Wow. Did not occur to me. Yeah. Where did point. they get the phone book? <laughs> They're the, 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 the Starling City Police Department's the last place that still gets it delivered. Exactly. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed anything about our sponsors, but there we never have a repeat sponsor. Oh no, I know oh, I know that. <laughs> I should tell you how effective advertising is to show it. <laughs> wow, yeah. All right, well So please please contact the incomparable. Yeah. Um yeah, anyway, Casper to ask with, uh, for the, the very that. reasonable rates to advertise on the show. Uh you know well, hey you because I'm tired of making these up. Well uh yeah. <laughs> Well, you know what? Actually, we—I won't say we have a sponsor, but we do have a message for our fine listeners. But we'll get into it after we do the recap. How about that? Sure. All right. Um, so we are here to talk about season six, episode fifteen of Arrow, entitled "Doppelganger," or if you prefer the German "Doppelganger." I don't know if that's how they say it in German. It sounded right to me. I always do. I always prefer the German. That's that's smart. Always prefer the German. Mm-hmm. Um, and which sees the return of a. Uh, a fan favorite character. Yay. I think that's fair to say. Oh yeah. Um but I think or um or your Gene. Yeah, that's right, Gene Lauren. Uh I have I elected Dr. myself. Dr. What's your name? Have I elected myself <laughs> to do the uh recap this week? Uh yeah, I think I have. Right. All right, I'm on. Here we go. Yeah. Uh Gene Loring, as mentioned, shows up and says she's very excited because they can get the case against Oliver dismissed, essentially because Renee was being blackmailed, therefore the evidence is invalid, legal mumbo jumbo. Uh, Laurel is pretending to be, well, Laurel in front of the press. Um, <laughs> Oliver shows up at the police station to find her. She's spinning this tale about having been kidnapped, as we predicted last time. Um, you did. You, you guys predicted. I, yeah, that well, went over did. my head. Guy yeah. and I were, Guy and I were on the ball just, with yeah. that one. Yeah. Um, the press decides to ask if Oliver is the Green Arrow, because I assume they just ask that at every opportunity now. But fortunately, he is saved, <laughs> and they get away, um, and they have a private chat in the nice new fancy interrogation room uh laurel says it's nice i also love i just love that they keep asking him every time and he's just keeps saying no collusion it's it's insane (laughs) no no he he actually does admit there was collusion between him and the green arrow he says that he has been in touch with the green arrow and other members of his team but he Mm -hmm. denies being the green arrow yes collusion yes collusion um, you you know collusion. Anyway, Laurel says that the <laughs> money that the city you know gave to Caden James gave donated uh, to Caden James is gone. Um, she hid it, but she can't find it. <laughs> sure, why not? Um, but she basically blackmails Oliver into like saying, you know, you're gonna you're gonna back my story, or else I'm gonna confirm that you're the Green Arrow. Right. Um, meanwhile, the captain at the Starling City Police Department has a problem. Um, their payday is rolling around and they don't have enough money to cover it which is bad news so she suggests auctioning off police assets as we know she is in the pocket of ricardo diaz i find this suspicious and i believe there's sure. something he wants but we don't really well, get into two that things that could be going on here right like a he's gonna buy some of the assets 
and they have some kind of st- uh, strategic value. And he's going to use the oh, money that he stole from the city to do it. So basically getting a freebie and still up 40 million bucks. Or what? Like, uh, what is the downside of this? Like, they're so, going to steal the money? Let's, let's think about, let's think about, yeah, let's think about this show for a second. Let's think about the kind of things that would be um, auctioned off at a police auction and the kind of uh, crimes that are committed in Starling City frequently trucks. Um, involve tr- many, many, many trucks. <laughs> Although they're going to have to sell all those guns Ollie took off the street. And so, Ironically. And so my theory is my theory is Ricardo Diaz and his men show up at the auction and steal all the trucks that they're going into trucking the trucking game. Well, no, they just need many, many trucks okay. to commit many, many crimes. Well, sure. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't makes, need a good yeah, truck? It makes a lot of sense. How else do you commit sure. a crime other than doesn't, by truck? Doesn't she mention a giant stuffed panda? Stuffed polar bear, actually. Yes. I had that yes. in my notes. I felt like that was a some sort of reference, but I could not for the life of me figure out what. Unless it was sort of like know. a super veiled like penguin reference or something like that. But that seemed pretty far afield. Does Batman yeah. have one in, in, in his uh, arrow cave? <laughs> that's what he calls it what he did calls you just call that <laughs> um he's off brand on that for one reason uh yeah i don't remember but anyways so dinah arranges to be assigned to laurel's case meanwhile curtis goes to see renee's daughter in a kind of weirdly brief scene where curtis shows up i mean who's been keeping an eye on this kid <laughs> oh she says she says like her her oh that's right her like yeah she says someone son. just left like a couple hours ago or yeah. something so well, she's, she's been like there by a, herself she's like a, a what like 12 or 13 she can probably take care of herself she's on her own now um yeah. well what i mean the truth is they just couldn't afford to pay another actor <laughs> like even an extra like just they would have a line, right? And now you got to pay them. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah, anyways, so cynical. Curtis is there to <laughs> inform her about some bad news, but we don't really get to see that. Meanwhile, the DA, who we saw last time saying he had a new case against Oliver, reveals his hand. His new witness uh, is Roy Harper. Um, Roy is at a hotel because I guess that's where you stay. Um, Dinah talks to, <laughs> meanwhile, the hospital, Dinah talks to the doctor. Uh, Quentin has a heart-to-heart with Dinah. Uh, Laurel is gone when they come to look for her, and it turns out a police officer took her, even though Dinah was supposed to take her, and that police officer is, of course, on DS's payroll and has taken Laurel to him. Dig, uh, doing recon, sees Roy getting beat up. Dig and Ollie have it kind of out a little about, like, why it's been several weeks and Oliver hasn't put Dig back in the Green Arrow suit, but they also agree, like, maybe this isn't the time to talk about this. Um, Laurel shows up. This isn't of- the time to talk about them not talking about it right now, but yeah. we will come back we will, to this. We will cause... get back to not talking about it yes. later. Yeah. They literally will. Uh, Laurel gets taken to Anatoly, who has probably the, maybe the only good line in this episode where he says, I'm not sentimental, I'm Russian. Um, <laughs> He's in it for revenge against Oliver and the money, even though, you know, he's been kicked out of the Bradfa, etc. Meanwhile, Thea is suiting up because Roy's in trouble. Um, and they show up at the hotel. Uh, and she's basically also pointed out that maybe she's the only one who can fit through the vents. Although those vents are huge. I think pretty much any exactly. of them could fit through it. <laughs> um, so uh, she gets in and she finds Roy. They have a touching reunion. A SWAT team shows up, and I cannot for the life of me figure out why. This is in my notes. Why are they here? Why are they assaulting this room that was held by the police? It's all Ollie's very fireworks confusing. display? I guess. Yeah, he uses fireworks to distract people, but like nobody the... seems to notice. 
the by called they by get called, they, I assume I assumed you know I actually didn't have a problem with that because I assumed they got called by the bad cops. But the bad cops are the one who are holding him. They don't know anyone's there. Well, <laughs> it somehow was super they figured weird. it out. Super yeah. weird. They need an excuse for Ollie to pull Thea out, literally, um, so that she could get upset that they didn't rescue yeah. Roy. So the team figures out, you know, they were basically unsure whether Anatoly or Diaz was the big bad. Now they know Diaz is behind everything. Um, they find out that they're going to move. SCPD is going to move Roy. Uh, meanwhile, Dinah is getting stonewalled. Um, Oliver tells Dinah and Quentin that the SCPD is corrupt and basically, frame, you know, faked James's murder or faked his like he was killed en route to the prison or whatever. Uh, he has them work together to basically figure out how deep the corruption goes. Diaz is having his bizarre, you know, 1980s fight off martial arts movie on some dance floor. Uh, and he apparently pretty good fighting fight. fighters. Yeah, that's the choreography is not bad. It's clearly not Kirk Acevedo, though. You can tell a couple times. Yeah. Um, Diaz, in our favorite moment of the episode, uh, when when Laurel shows up, Diaz angrily asks for the room, <laughs> like really <laughs> loudly. Give me the room. That that here's the thing. That was going to be my sponsor. <laughs> our sponsor but our sponsor i was so week. sure that Maltz would have used it as a joke i almost did and then yeah. i thought i know i don't want to i don't want to ruin it the the yeah. presenting sponsor this week is the room <laughs> which we will give you the game yeah. well yeah that was the thing like the the promotion code would have just been give us <laughs> <laughs> i did have a gag but i just knew Maltz would just be funnier about it i'm like uh, no, no wrong <laughs> Uh, my notes I like the way that we both backed off it, knowing yeah, right, right, right. You this don't is want to go into territory. That's step back. Low hanging fruit, guys. Uh, my notes suggest he's the anti Oliver, uh, but we kind of did that already. Anyway, Diaz seems to talk Laurel into sticking around because there's profit in, it and he's going to take over the city. Whatever. Um, they uh, the team goes after the ambulance in which Roy is supposedly being transporting. Spoiler: he's not in it. They fake the transfer. Diaz has him. Um, Diaz, just instead of threatening Roy, who is pretty, you know, pretty clear that's not going to get him very far, Diaz threatens Thea because apparently he knows just like everything about these guys, which is <laughs> kind of creepy. Um, I think once you know one thing or two the things, the rest of it sort of unravels. If you're not a dumb dumb, you can figure it out, right? And yet, well, yeah, and right. yet. I, think, I think the question is why don't more people know this stuff? <laughs> no, the question is Quentin. Uh, oh, thank you because i just won't let that speaking go. of quentin no, <laughs> laurel shows you? up at quentin's apartment uh having escaped question mark slash been sent to there by diaz um thea and oliver have a heart to heart about how thea was so much happier uh when roy was around i'm glad they put those comfy chairs in the lair by the way so they could have like a little heart to heart corner uh, yeah, me too. <laughs> that's what that's called the heart to heart, the heart, to heart corner yeah yeah sponsored uh, by the tv show segment the, the tv show heart to heart <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> I, I like which, this which net universe is still running right mm-hmm. it's what uh it's in it's in like 35th year it's uh it's what william watches all the time <laughs> um I, I like this little uh i like this conversation it, i liked it too although it seemed like uh, they've had a lot of trouble with Thea this year, right? They put her in a coma for a bunch of the first episodes. And now it seems like they've, you know, finally brought her really back into the storyline just to p- 
probably send her off because Oliver's advice is essentially, I think you should go with Roy wherever he goes. Yeah, right. Right. Like, all right. Yeah. But unless um, somebody dies. Yeah. But I did say that earlier on in the season that that's what I wanted to have happen. Like, yeah, I think we we're not all doing would be anything okay with her. With like, I like her on the show. I like the dynamic, but she hasn't really yeah. been contributing. I don't think. Yep. I don't even know if Willa Holland wants to be on the show that much. There's too many. There's yeah. They have a lot of characters. They do. Yeah. They do. She gets to retire to safety. Perhaps we'll find out. Um, yeah. Laura Laurel hands over intel about where Diaz is at this abandoned casino. Okay. Uh, the question is whether they trust her. Dinah's willing to go with them, but Oliver won't take her because he still doesn't trust her. Oliver and the team showed up at the abandoned casino. My notes say Oliver shoots and murders a lot of people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they all do the it's bananas the uh, in addition to this uh so one of the my my vote for worst line of this episode which is shots fired make that arrows <laughs> does he say make that arrows? yes he says yes <laughs> he says oh, shots guess, fired yeah. when, like one of the henchmen says arrows. shots fired and then he goes it pauses and then goes corrects that. make that arrows oh god that's, that's horrible right. i just thought he said so it's arrows or something like yeah. I didn't know why he said shots fired. I just thought he meant like he'd heard shots and people. Someone were down. thought that was a clever line, and then he followed up by saying, "Oh, it's it arrows." Not. But like, make that arrows. How did you not notice that when you came out around the corner <laughs> yeah. and you saw start, like, two pin cushions? Oh, yeah, start with that. Yeah. <laughs> arrows fired would have been fine. Um, which prompts another weird line, which is Diaz saying, "No kill shots. I need him alive." Followed by them opening up with automatic weapons, which are not a good way to take people alive. God. Yeah. Uh John definitely shoots a couple guys in the chest. So, yep. I guess that's going around. They they're like stabbing people with arrows. They're like definitely arrow uh we see one go right into the middle of a guy's sternum. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And he and he drops him. Uh, John yeah, shoots yeah. a guy that, in that guy that guy gets hit like four times. Yes. <laughs> Dig shoots a guy yeah. in the stomach at some point. <laughs> Ooh. Like that's not that's man. he uses his gun as a melee weapon on point or melee, whatever it is. Like he he sticks it on the guy's shoulder and shoots him. Yeah, that was point blank range. Oh yeah, yeah, right. That's not good. Um, Thea shoots Diaz in the leg, and they fight, fight, fight. And then did he catch it? No, he he got hit by it, right? He gets hit. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, but she catches whatever he throws back. I I figured I couldn't even make it. Throws a knife or something. Okay. Um, Oliver shows up in time and gets uh, (laughs) Thea to take the van and Roy. The legit cops show up. So many questions. Aren't they going to arrest Diaz? I mean, I guess the DA and the rest of the SCPD is in his pocket. I don't really understand what his plan is here. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't it's a get that. Little either. weird. Uh, back- this whole thing is you <laughs> stall. You can't stall capture for an me. episode. It's like okay, I don't know. Stick. He's got two eyes. Put two arrows in them. Like end of story. Uh, but he doesn't At kill people one. anymore. That guy's got a Sorry. name. Yeah, that's yeah, true. That's true. You can't kill yeah, him. Yeah. Right. You can't kill a guy with a name. That's yeah. just that's just the law. The law. I mean, <laughs> that's the law of the land. I forgot the um, rules of the universe. Yeah, yeah. Back because they the... have him dead to rights a couple of times. Like when oh, sure. uh, yeah. Yeah. the entire yeah. team comes around the corner and one of them's uh, like fireman carrying out Roy. They could have pincushioned that guy. Like put arrows in his legs. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of. But they're like freeze. Around. It's like what are you doing? And then twenty guys <laughs> with machine guns come around the corner. They really and then you murder ha- then you murder half of the machine gun people. You know what I mean? Like it's not it's not that you you really don't want to kill people. It's just that you want to give the bad guys a chance to get away, which is yeah annoying. You know, 
Anyway, back at the Arrow Cave, <laughs> Roy has got, thank God, Roy has his hoodie back. Um, Oliver goes to see Laurel and saying, like, oh, I sort of tentatively trust you. But then she gets a text from Diaz. So, of course, we all believe that she's still evil. Final scene. He says good work. Yes. Uh, final scene. Thea and Roy have at it. <laughs> they get it on. <laughs> They get it on. Yeah, that it. That's a very aggressive. Uh, yeah, that's a yeah. Right, kinda, right. It seems a little. I mean, that's kind of. I think that's. I think that's more old world okay. than aggressive. All it's right. a different. Uh, okay, they have, they have a young uh, lovers moment. <laughs> they uh, yeah, they go up to lookout point, um, but they are being watched <laughs> by someone who says, "Master, I've oh, located right. the heir of Raish Al Ghul." So I guess the League of Assassins is a going concern again. Yeah, um, or. And I realized, or they're trying to reboot it with uh, with her as the boss. Yeah, I, I realized I did leave out one bit, which was the bit the second conversation where I guess uh, Dig and Felicity also have a conversation about Oliver not giving him the hood back. Mm-hmm. There's like a brief moment in the bunker at one point. Anyways, but nobody really gets into it this time. So that is this episode. <laughs> that, that, that's like a that's like dropping. That's like a warning. That's just right, that's like right. saying we're going to talk about this at some point. This is going to be an issue. And, and boy, are you going to be annoyed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been thinking about this since I, I feel like one of you guy maybe in our message thread had sort of a question about like why this right. is such a big deal. And I, you know, I thought about this a lot, and I kind of have come to the conclusion that. Yeah, I'm I'm with that. It doesn't really make sense knowing Dig having seen Dig evolve as a character for the last six seasons. He's never been about the glory or the credit. He's always just right. been about getting the job done and you know being yeah. a good guy. Yeah. And like it, yeah. it right. seems the to, mission. It's it's almost too iconically soldier oriented. Right. right. Like, but it, the only it, thing is matters is the mission and honor, basically. And I feel like it devalues him a little bit to have him so caught up in the like I agree. yeah I agree. taking a share of the credit like i understand he feels like maybe as spartan he can't he doesn't get that but like i don't know there seems like there's so many other options for like or ways for him to go rather than just being the green arrow they could reinvent yeah. him in some other way i just he's not even good at arrowing people exactly i mean i had pushed for a while before they used the character over on supergirl i had pushed for him to be guardian who i actually think would have been a really good fit for him um, sure but i mean spartan's just as good it's basically like an off-brand guardian right so. but at least he doesn't like i mean guardian at least doesn't shoot people which i feel like is a nice way to get that like I, the problem we have safe with both way dig, guardian yeah <laughs> <laughs> the problem i have with both dig and and uh renee to a certain extent is like maybe it's just because of the nature of arrow where this is a show that is slightly supposed <laughs> darker and like therefore we can just shoot people with guns a lot like yeah no, I'm just thinking of other. I'm just thinking of other like generic brand names: <laughs> Kirkland <laughs> Guardian, <laughs> Protector with a K. Oh man, uh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I did not get. I didn't get. I don't get that part. I don't yeah. understand. I'm getting real tired of the massive gunplay. 
uh, yeah, well, beyond, yeah, there's the right. beyond the real life stuff. Well, particularly because they're yeah. they're not clear. I mean, like <laughs> Agents of Shield, they're you're pretty clear. They're all they've they've made a point of putting a, a mark in the sand. Like they're using these icers that are like yeah. knocking people out. Yeah, and they use them right. on each other at times, and it's yeah, right, right. Fine, and it's you kind see. of funny, and they, and they yeah. do carry but, guns sometimes, but most of the time they make a yes. distinction. Yes, they, yes. They, they, use, they. I think they're much clearer about when they're using real guns and when they're using. They use the weapons on monsters because they look different. Yeah. Yes, the icers I, have like a blue, like glowing blue. Anyway, it, whatever. Yeah. It doesn't it's matter. Face stun. <laughs> that, that like, particular point doesn't yeah. matter. The point is like they don't have any distinction in this show at all. Right. No. Unless there's a sound, there's like maybe a slight sound difference, or if there's somebody's like, "Yes, hey, oh, I decided to use my tranquilizers today." <laughs> Yeah, but it just it it almost doesn't matter. Like I don't even find those battles particularly interesting. Like a bunch of guys run yeah. out with Uzis. It's like I've been seeing this for thirty years. Like nobody takes cover. Yeah. Well the bad guys never take cover. They well, just stand there, not doing any kill shots, but sweeping the room with bullets, which <laughs> I don't know what that is. It's even it's means. very A team, right? Yes. Yeah. You know, there's like a, there's a there's a gunfight where people are using like silver shiny silver guns and like spraying bullets everywhere, and somehow nobody gets shot except yes. the bad. In this case, the bad guys get shot. Whereas in the A team, literally nobody got shot. Yeah. Um, but the thing that thing that like jumped out at me in this episode is they when when he pulls Thea out of that room, like because the SWAT team is coming. When you have a show that's based on these people who have incredible fighting skills and take down people who um, routinely just simply seem to lose because they lose their peripheral vision, yeah. Yeah, the the right. idea that they like, oh my god, we got to get her out of there because the SWAT team is coming, seems like okay, all right. I guess I guess suddenly the SWAT team is an indomitable force that we cannot control I, anymore. I have that Whereas in my notes every too. other, every other episode, we just like wipe people out because they can't turn left and look at something. Yes. <laughs> like, I have that Derek in my Zoolander. notes. Yes. yes. I, have, I have that in my notes too. And I actually accept his rationale for that. It's like six people coming and there's a bunch of machine guns in a small space and you've got a wounded guy and like, this is not going to go well. Fine. That is the kind of thing that Ollie in season one would have done. Like, uh, the odds are not with me. I'm out of here somehow, you know? Yeah. Um, but you can't in the same episode have them take on like, I don't know, <laughs> like 12 guys just indiscriminately <laughs> shooting bullets everywhere. <laughs> while a sort of a major plot point for you has been that you need to book it out of a room with six people coming through one door. Mm-hmm. Like if Ollie had done, if he'd done his like uh, zip line, into that door as they opened it, he would have knocked half of them down. And like, you know what I mean? <laughs> Domino style. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's exploding arrows that he likes to use. There's smoke arrows. Like there's any number of things that we've seen Ollie do to defeat that kind of force. Yeah. That makes it unfortunate. I, I actually like the idea of beating it when the cops come, but it doesn't fit in, in, in the rest well, of that's the, the logic of that's, the show, you know? Yeah. yeah. Right, 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 right. And I, and it's not, I mean, and I think, well, we'll get into voting later, but I mean, I, it, it's a relatively small complaint and I think it's more of a complaint about the show in general, because it's, it's just like things, things work differently at different times, just based on like plot, plot. convenience. Yeah. Plot yeah. I have that in my notes too, but I, I'm saving that kind of what I would like to pretend is insight for the, for the end. <laughs> <laughs> well, can we, can we take a quick pause here? 
uh, because this is the time of year, the most wonderful time of year, when we remind you, our favorite readers, about how you can support this podcast. And that's by becoming a member of The Incomparable. You can sign up for a monthly or annual pledge to support this podcast directly. Here's what you do. Go to theincomparable.com slash members and sign up. You'll then be asked to pick the shows and network you'd like to support. If you check the box for TV, uh, your contribution gets split amongst all the various TV recapping shows. There are, there are many of them on this site, but we get, we get a little bit of that, just a little bit. Uh, there's a few fees taken out by the network because they got to keep the lights on. Uh, if you listen to other podcasts in the Incomparable Network, you can also check their boxes and your contribution will be shared equally by all the shows you want to support. And as a thank you for supporting us, members receive lots of extras. There's exclusive bonus audio, a bootleg podcast where you can hear episodes of shows right after they're recorded without having to wait for the edited version to arrive, and a members-only community on Slack. Since this is pledge season, many of the show's network will be posting bonus episodes just for members. There are contribution levels of $5, $10, and $20 a month, and annual equivalents are available as well. If you're already a member, it's easy to increase your pledge to a higher level and get some special goodies in return. So if you'd like to support us, go to theincomparable.com slash members to sign up. Thanks for reading along with us. <laughs> Just as a personal appeal, uh, you know what? The Incomparable Network is awesome. Yes. I was a fan before I was on it. I love so many of the people that, that uh, contribute. I have no idea why they put up with the likes of me. We're, we're barely on it. The two of us are like barely on this network. <laughs> we're like Which is in. about I, right. Yes, I know. Exactly. I, I don't think Snell knows that Dan runs the show. And <laughs> I, like, did, I kind of sat under us. the table. I don't want to, I don't want to say too much, but yeah. Uh, I just I show up in the Slack just to to remind um, Jason that uh, Thor two is just a great movie. Yes, yes, <laughs> that, that is a bonus. That is it's a great movie that everybody loves, and yes. um, he should he just needs to know that. In fact, let, let's get our let's get our readers to vote on that. If you think <laughs> Thor two is a great movie. Uh, sponsor the Incomparable Network for twenty dollars. <laughs> right, right. And if, if you, you think, think it's a bad movie, a sponsor movie, it for five. Donate one hundred dollars <laughs> to the right. Incomparable. Yeah, lots of exclusive. If you Thor think Thor Two is content. not a great movie, donate ninety nine dollars. Exactly. Lots of yeah, exclusive will, Thor Two content coming. We down will the be counting those up, and we will reveal the results <laughs> in our very special episode <laughs> where we talk about Thor Two. Yeah, stay tuned. Hey, we should actually do that. That's, should, should that be our bonus episode? We should do an mm-hmm. episode about Thor too. I, I will commit to that. I would right do now. that. I, I don't particularly I totally like that movie, that. but I want to talk to John about it. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I don't. I think it's like I think it's one of the not the one of the less better of the Marvel movies, but I still think it's really fun. So anyway. Okay, let's let, okay. We'll do like a a little sideshow. Yeah, sure. This whole, this whole which is basically what we do every time. <laughs> that is true. We'll dance yeah. for your amusement. We'll put a hat on top of a hat. Like, <laughs> or in, in our case, like a, like a wart on top of a wart. I have a poodle. The, the, beautiful, I have a poodle. the beautiful, incomparable network that deserves but your support. My poodle is not dance. We're sorry but... for messing it up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to this show. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I gotta say I I am glad to see Roy Harper back. Uh, Colton Haynes yeah. is fun. I enjoy him. I've missed him on the show. That said, I feel like he doesn't get to do much this week other than get the crap kicked out of him. Yeah, he, 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 has a, he has a few witty remarks, but yeah, mostly right. I was of yeah. two minds of that. I at first I was like, what the hell? They're just going to keep him tied up all the time. He's not going to 
like, parkour. Why is he not like yeah, walking like zero a cab parkour. up a wall or something? Yeah. And yeah. then by the end of the episode, I was kind of into it because he literally is just, he is the MacGuffin. He is, he's the princess that our handsome prince, uh, Thea is trying to say. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, somebody, he's the prince. He's the princess Peach to um, Thea's Mario. Yeah, yeah. I, I did enjoy that. That was that basically like she swings in and like plants one on him. Very like, you know, damsel in it's, distress style. Yeah, it's 100% that. And I like it. It's I mean, it's a bit of an easy thing. In fact, I even like that uh, Dragon, Richard, Dra- whatever we're calling him, uh, Diaz, yes. um, uh, points out that he, she's dressed like... Uh, Oh my god, I lost it. Will Scarlet. Will Scarlet, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. right. Like old school, like I don't know. I had to it, sit it there wondering just... how many watchers of this show get that reference, but yeah. Doesn't matter. I, w- I, I didn't yeah, but I was and, I, and frankly, obscure. I don't think I ever really considered the dynamic there. I mean, like I guess that's intentional. From oh, the original yeah. speedy. Yeah, from yeah. the original. Yeah. yeah. And I never really thought about that. I also I also just to be just to be clear, the whole Fantastic Four thing of them being like the four like traditional sort of elements of uh, wind, water, uh, earth, and fire. Or earth, wind, and fire. The Earth, earth wind, or the, the musical group Earth, wind, and fire. I did not catch on to that until, eh, you know, like 10, 15 You know, I don't ago, think maybe. I really thought about that until right now. Interesting. <laughs> okay, good. Okay. Uh, Wait, is Mr. Fantastic Water or is Invisible Wind He's water. water. Oh, she's fantastic. Air. So okay. it's yeah, yeah, water, okay. air, right. earth, and fire. Earth and yeah. fire are pretty straightforward. I'll give you those. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But what about like how you know, then you get like Namor who comes in there and that's all like That's he's, not he's, he's not water. one of the fantastic. He's not like he's well not. like the real the original Fantastic okay. Four. Okay. Yeah. yeah. What what threw me is I thought you were just using Fantastic Four as a generic term for our guys, and I'm like <laughs> No. What There's all that's taken. Well, because I thought Ollie being green meant something, and then Thea having the red costume was fiery. <laughs> Woods, computers, uh, yeah, uh, guns, most <laughs> the yeah, basic most, elements. Most people don't realize the four that essential things of modern that, life. The Green Arrow <laughs> is based on Woodsy, the owl yeah, that the tells owl. you now uh-huh. not to leave forest fires, right, or whatever he does. Pick up things. That, I don't no, know. I think it's littering. I think Woodsy is littering, isn't he? <laughs> What's yeah? Smokey got downsized. Smokey's, Smokey's yeah. Smokey's the yeah. yeah. Smokey, Woodsy, whatever. <laughs> yeah, stupid owl came in and stole his job. <laughs> I always get Woodsy the owl confused with the owl from the Tootsie Pop commercials, and we are so far off topic. I cannot even. This is see a little more yeah, another... Same owl. I think it... Oh man, yeah. Well, I guess he had to work twice, huh? Like, I mean, couldn't just take one job and coast for the rest of his life. He 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 got a uh, um, a dialogue coach, and his accent changed a lot. Mm-hmm. Three, nice, <laughs> nice, like Mark Hamill. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yes, new career. Wow. Mm-hmm. All right. What are we talking about again? Mark Hamill. You know, in one of these shows, at least. <laughs> I'm bringing right, it back. Yeah, you're slowly bringing us back around. I like it. We're on the long <laughs> orbit here. Um. Yeah. So uh, here's. I don't know. I I think I think we'd all agree this week's episode was better than last week's episode, but there are still yes. a lot of structural and fundamental problems with the season. Not yes. least of all yeah. is I think the Ricardo Diaz. I liked him more in this episode because at least he got a chance to like emote a bit, but he's basically just over the top gangster. Yeah, yes. at least he uh, he had enough time when he was beating people up to give a bit of a exposition about what his goals were. I just I don't care. I feel like that's my yeah, biggest problem. That's the other right. thing. 
Right. And this leads into my, the what I'd like to pretend is inside kind of thing. Uh, <laughs> well, this this show has achieved what it it has become a comic book, and it is part of this comic booky world. And now the relationships and everything is so convoluted, and like the the objectives are kind of vague and poorly understood. Uh, we've got uh, Panda and Arbat people showing up. We've got <laughs> People coming back from the dead, doppelgangers. Like, mm-hmm. compare that and contrast that to season one. Sure, yeah. Which yes. is, you know, a little bit of conspiracy, but pretty basic, easy right. to understand, and um, revelations that matter. Right. Yeah. Uh, Laurel, like fake Laurel from another world, getting a text from some guy that we don't really care about, <laughs> saying "good work," does not move me. The same way that um, having uh, Tommy see Ollie and the real Laurel making out, yeah, as they've been trying to reconcile the relationship, right. that was like, oh right. man, and pl- and stinks. and I think, well, I guess, I mean, you, I guess, you probably could have seen that coming too, but I mean, I think that the the burn was the burn was much quicker on this one. Like, I didn't, you know, I was certainly not surprised at all when she got the text. Because they set no, it up so obviously. I was just bored. I'm like, come on. Yeah. Really? Well, we've played with her loyalty about half a dozen times right. in the space and of And I fully three or four expect episodes. that it will go back the other way. In a I, couple do. Weeks. Yeah, I do. I yeah, do. Exactly. Like... That's either a red herring or it's a setup for her playing both sides or something. But yes. It's hard to. Right. There's. It's hard to summon the energy to care about right. that. To be invested. To be invested in that particular plot point. So there's two. Man, okay, this is going to sound a little bit trippy, but. Um, it's one thing when you um, you shift something and you get to see the motion, like and and there's a weight behind it, right? Uh, I'm trying to think of two extremes here. Let's say uh, like you're closing a, like a big heavy steel door, like a bank vault door, nice and slow, heavy, and it closes with a thud. And if it like blocks and blocks on something or like that, it is interesting and has weight to it. Flip flopping a character's allegiances is, so yeah, quickly this is the, this is the door this is the it's, restaurant door to the kitchen i was just saying it's, it's a screen it's, door it's yeah. not even yeah. that it's it's a hummingbird flapping them it's like just a blur <laughs> it is a quantum juxtaposition of their allegiances and it's like impossible to know because as soon as you measure it you'd like forget it you've lost the actual it's it's incomprehensible to to follow and it just for every motion without any weight you have less and less investment in it it becomes yeah you, it becomes an unknowable factor either way, and you don't care. Like it, you don't know until it resolves. Until she takes an action, a final action, it doesn't matter what her allegiance is. Right, right, right. Exactly. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I kept trying to think about ways that Diaz could have been improved as a villain, and part of me was thinking, it was like, well, it would have been interesting if he'd come in earlier and maybe been like running as like a legitimate competitor to oliver for mayor or something yeah you know, like I, I don't know maybe that would have helped we've kind of done that in uh yeah, with, uh, councilman two, what's we are, uh, yeah, yeah. With brother blood. blood yeah i was like now nah, yeah I, that's exactly what i thought i was like now nah, we've already kind of gone that route um so yeah that's that's the question is like at this point in season six what are the stakes for Oliver? Yeah. right like what does he stand to lose what makes that interesting um and i think the answer is like they've tried to dangle that like revealing his identity thing before us. But like, again, we've gone to that. Well, many different times now. We did that in, in what episode episode three three. season one. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like, 
again, and it's with, hard- with the same lawyer. Um, Jean, you'd think Gene Loring would be in. Like, <laughs> didn't we deal with this like six years ago, Ollie? Like, but we yeah. also have the problem that, like, at that point, it was more interesting because all of the other characters on the show didn't know who he was. Whereas that's no longer the case. Literally, everybody knows the secret yeah. identity thing is not as interesting. I mean, it's interesting in that he is the mayor, and I kind of like that dynamic earlier in the season where people are like you know, accusing of this and he's you know, saying, I, I have time to go run around being a dude in tights. Like, like there is some interesting drama there, yeah. but it's only one thing that they're playing with and they really haven't focused on it enough to make it super compelling. Like for him to yeah. lose the mayor, like mayorship, like would be interesting, especially when the city is sliding closer to, to doom. And I think that's probably where we're heading is that I don't, I don't think by the end of this season, I think he's going to, he's going to be out as mayor. Right. Yeah. Well, wait, uh, two things uh, before the readers hit the telex machines. Um, <laughs> Jean Loring was not the lawyer in season one. She was a lawyer in season two with Moira. Yes. So I messed that up. The other thing is, is yeah, I, I don't think that they've explored uh, the, the inherent conflict with being mayor and a vigilante at the same time. That yeah. uh, it feels rich, but maybe it doesn't fit what they want the show to be. Right. Which is, which is, Bigger. I mean, they want the yeah. show to be what they've made or close to it, right? This is the general vision that they've got. Um, so while we may want something a little bit more um, grounded, maybe, uh, more personal stakes. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, 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 I think they've kind of not, I don't know if that's they have an interesting not. setup, I mean, but they haven't explored it that well. I mean, they keep trying to do individual stakes but it it doesn't it doesn't land <laughs> yeah it uh, they had I feel like there's a, I feel like there's a metaphor so one of the things that one of the things that has bothered me about this show for a long time is um the fact that if you read the comic books I mean if you read about any of the archers in any of the comic books um there's a lot of like trick shots there's a lot of like cool like fun stuff that they do like like um particularly like um the the hawkeye series that's running well i guess it's recently been canceled unfortunately but with uh marvel um where she just she just like she gets out of a situation because she can bounce an arrow off of like a bunch of different things and have it go where she wants it to go Mm -hmm. and he doesn't really, they never really like focus on any of that particularly. Every once in a while he shoots a trick arrow, but he's mostly just like shooting guys in the chest. (laughs) And I feel like there's some sort of a metaphor there between that and how they handle the characters. Yeah. You know, Hmm. I think that would be an interesting dynamic is like, if he had come out of the season where he's like, look, I don't want to kill people anymore. And they're like, all right, yeah, let's get on board with that. Like we've built you all these different arrows that are ways for you not to kill people but to basically right. incapacitate people. Like, I yeah. feel like that would have been a really interesting, like, basically a, a, a direction to take that story rather than and having every the three waffling. episodes you reveal a new arrow. <laughs> I mean, and I yeah. realize some of that feels a little bit like window dressing. Um, but yeah, like, but, there, but sometimes that's fine. That's and, important. Yeah. Right. So I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, the other thing is just from a, a practical standpoint, it is difficult on tv to show an arrow bouncing off like 20 things right i, I don't know how, if you can make that guys, hard i don't think you, so if you can make people who well are you need to set up different on, shots all the time like yeah okay yes would there you are gonna different follow shots, an arrow I or how, i don't know like, 
I mean, I think it's got to be it's got to be just as easy as doing all those fight scenes. Plus, I mean, if you can show a guy whose yeah. head is on fire, I kind of feel like again. <laughs> yeah, but they didn't the do that way. on this show. I don't know if you've noticed because I keep commenting on it, and it's it's unfair. It really isn't fair, but I th- the budget's dropping. It does seem like they have more shows and you know less. Yeah. Certainly, they've prioritized other things on this show than special effects. Well, I, I guess mean, they, the, they the have to spend more budget the, on The Flash, right? Or Legends, or, or Supergirl. Legend. Yeah, yeah, right, right. But the, the show down there in the, um, like when he blows open the doors with the arrow and then comes down uh, uh, where Diaz was having the fight, like in that uh, auditorium, that just looks like a high school auditorium. Yeah. Did not with, look like a fancy with the crappy stage yeah. that they've got, like and most, lit, most with, assuredly high school auditorium, yeah, and like lit professionally. But I mean, it ain't you know. Uh, yeah. Shield is clearly even to this past episode, like they're spending a lot of money. Yeah, well, they're also yeah. their ratings are terrible. So I know, <laughs> but but which which is, which is completely unfair because it's a way better show right now than the show. Yeah, right now this past episode was brilliant. I yeah, it's fantastic. I think I, I've, been, I've watched it like three times now. We're not going to get into that, but no, <laughs> oh I'm, yes, we are because this is now an Agents of Shield show. Yeah, well, let's ex- expand the circle a little bit. It's good. <laughs> this um, show has gotten away from me. Anyway, I love, here's yeah. A, it's gotten away from you, Dan, and you know what? It's because us two idiots. Are jumping on board a failing show just as it goes exactly, pretty much, pretty much, you know, on character for both of us, right? Yeah, we're like, oh yeah, that's our guy, the one that's drowning. <laughs> gonna stick my flag in this. <laughs> Planet dissolves. Put an, put an arrow right in that show. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Diz- dissolve arrow. Yeah. Anyway, um, oh, so okay, but one of my thoughts about this this episode in particular is I think that one of the reasons that I like it is that they they all sort of managed to put their you know existing crap behind them and work together for a while and just like there's there isn't that whole angsty crap about like oh you bugged me and you know whatever I mean we don't talk about that because we focus instead on Thea and Roy and that was like <laughs> thank God. <laughs> Yeah. yeah yeah i i there's that's fine i i think we needed a break as we talked about in the previous couple yeah. of weeks the last yep. story arc was getting a little wearing uh and so this week we basically only have you know renee does not appear there's one scene with curtis and he's not interacting with any of our other main characters so it's basically i think i think out. that's really just to let us know that like we haven't forgotten we're on it here's a, a scene Sure. Right. Otherwise, my the question. Point, my yeah, point being ahead. that they they gave everybody a break, and so we do have a little bit of like grr with Dinah and Oliver, but it's localized as opposed to it being everybody at mm-hmm. each other's throats. Yeah, and I think that is a good opportunity for a break. One of the things I'm mulling over is like, you know, I kind of rolled my eyes a little bit at the end when the League of Assassins shows up. Um, Me too. Because. Part of it feels like, again, we've gone back to that many different times. And I was like, part of me is like, oh, we should, like, you want something new, right? Like, but in order to have that weight, again, like you were talking about, Guy, you feels like you need to have stuff that gets set up way in advance. And so it's tricky, too, because when it feels like, oh, we're just adding new elements, like, that also gets annoying at times when you just throw a whole bunch of new stuff on it. So it's like, they're kind of stuck in some ways. And this is one of the problems of a show that's, you know in its sixth season is 
it gets it gets tough to find a way to sort of like reinvent yourself shows hit it often hit a slump um you know i, I would like. i i i really would have been okay with just um thea and roy stealing a nice car red and driving off into the sunset like show well, me we, a sunset we may with see them that driving yet. off yeah yeah I, I i'm perfectly fine with that i don't know i i respect the, both characters i i love them a lot um like probably some of the characters that actually made it out well i was going to say largely on scale uh, unscathed but they kind of screwed the up a bit but i i think it's right to send them off with a happy ending yeah i and and in the and same I way need, i don't need i don't need pandan or bad like <laughs> you know <laughs> Besides, like what? The, I mean, she says that what they, she wants to go away and find some place where she doesn't have to be looking over her shoulder all the time about somebody coming to get her. Yeah, I mean, I think it's at the guess, point where I you need to in, trim you know, your trim your cast down a little bit, and I think having her retire to happiness would be a nice. Code. So few of our characters get to go on to exactly. anything like yeah. that. That it's it would be a nice change. I mean, likewise, I have some feelings. I love Quentin. You know, I do. And I'm on board with Kai's plan to spin him off into a show, but, but being the question. Oh, spin him off into a show? Well, you can I, have uh, him on man, show, Now you're too, being but grandiose. Like, <laughs> but what if you could, what if you could, like, I feel like in order for it to have some weight, you need to take him off the stage for a little while. It's kind of like the same thing they did with Malcolm, right? Like, Malcolm disappeared for the better part of a season yeah. and then came back. And, like, it, it had more weight there than if you had seen him lurking in the background planning everything, you know, for yeah. the entire second season. Um, yeah. like you just get a reminder like eh, he's still around um, and so you know in that same sort of way I feel like characters could benefit from some more time off screen yeah. and if you want to bring him back with a sort of different twist you know kind of like we've done with Roy although he's obviously not back for being to being a regular at this point but like I kind of like that idea I agree H- half jokes aside uh, at this <laughs> point I don't know if they would do a good I don't know what they would do with the question he doesn't seem to fit it's adding one more thing i don't you know what i mean i think he fits in the world but i just don't I, i'm not feeling it you know oh i think there's a like, storyline there that could work but i you'd have to i really think so but it. i'm less confident in it uh, like meshing well at this point sure so all of that's okay well i won't i won't do the rating yet but um uh, this season's actually been pretty good and maybe i just feel let down because it wasn't quite as good as last season but um wait what what <laughs> it's been not quite as good as last season it's definitely not as good as last season yes you think oh yeah oh, oh yeah. i don't know at this I'm point not, i think it's better than last well season. Huh. i think i think i think the, the first i think i think up better. until the i think up until the yeah, up until the the break it was way better than last season. I, I disagree with that. I, I really think the Prometheus storyline, huh. I really enjoyed. I don't think everything about oh, it was God, perfect, I it, but I, I, I thought it was good. storyline. I couldn't okay. stand it. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe I'm just maybe on a downer. I'm, maybe, maybe I'm just I'm, on a downer. I, I, think, I think maybe I'm being, uh, maybe I'm like, I'm looking back with what is the opposite of rose-colored glasses. Oh. Um, because uh, I, I feel like I was so let down by how that all played out that I maybe I was more enthusiastic at the first end of that love last season than I remember. I, I don't see um, how this season could play out any better than that, honestly. Like, at this point, with the villains that you set up and the pieces you have on the board, 
Well, I'm, I'm, well not, I'm not optimistic know. about the back half of this. I don't know. I'm I think, just, I think yeah. this time last year, I was in the same position. All right. Yeah. I was just like, ugh, this is like, this has gone to crap again. Um, yeah. I may just be feeling the it. Break. Maybe they'll happily surprise me, you know? And so. I, and I really enjoyed the whole first half up until like the, we're all angry at each other. I, yeah, yeah I don't know. Yeah. I had a lot of problems with the Caden James as a villain. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Season. I didn't. I didn't think he was a great villain, but um, this season but, has lacked any sort of really good villain. Like, well, do we believe that Diaz is? That's it. You think there's boss. another domino to fall after that? But I don't remember, know. Like, remember how nice it was having uh, um, Menu Bennett back. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I do remember good I times, mean, but that had zero don't forget con- those good times. Dan. I don't forget those. I'm just saying that had zero connection. It felt like to the rest of the story, right? Like, <laughs> well, apparently, well, that, but that's like, but that's so that's what's been revealed to us. Like, you know, we didn't know that at the time. Sure, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I mean, it I, seemed I, like that's so. That's kind of my point is that early on, I think like it seemed like oh gosh, this is all going really well. We have people that we like. Everybody's acting maturely, and then all of a sudden, oh no, we're not acting maturely anymore. We're acting like infants again, and we have. Uh, a villain who um, basically sucks. So you think it two villains, you, two villains who basically suck. Yeah. Do you think it could be baby Slade who's pulling the strings or like, I think we discussed well, that, that was my thought, but yeah, yeah. it's for a while. I mean, I would, I would imagine that that's how it plays out. They've either point, set but. him up to be someone behind the scenes at the end of this season, or they have set him up way in advance for next season, yeah, for which next is year, also yeah. possible. Well, and I, they haven't mentioned it in quite some time, so it seems like maybe that's that's actually what they're doing, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, because they so, did that same thing last year with Caden James. Like, right. they planted him yeah, right. last season as a villain for this season. Yeah, and that worked out great. Yeah. <laughs> um. I love that. It's such a damn shame, too, because Michael Emerson is a great actor. But like, Exactly. Yeah, that, was I know. Not, I know. that was not... Something was not right about the way that they set him up. It just was not a good storyline. Yeah. So, what do you think? One more season, or I've been. What? I was thinking about this earlier today too. It's like, and then I, a we, movie. We have not yeah. seen the. Uh, we have not seen any endgame plans for the CW universe of DC shows, right? So this is the right. oldest show in in the lineup. Yeah, uh, I mean, this is seen, their next generation in in a yeah, lot of ways. I was right? about to say we've seen in in the past. You know, they were content to let Smallville go for ten years. Uh, I have yeah. no reason to believe that they wouldn't do that if they felt like it was still making money. Like, I don't think they're yeah. in a hurry yeah. to cancel this show. Yeah. And to be clear, I st- I'll still watch it. And I want everybody there to get a paycheck and, and have a good job for as long as it lasts. Uh, I just don't want to see something that I've really enjoyed get sort of created, creatively tapped out. And well... Begin Even to so, I feel like there's at least an know? opportunity for it to rebound at some point because I've seen other yeah. shows. I mean, I don't know, guy. I, you know, dreaded. I'll bring up the dreaded Supernatural, but I feel like they also had a creative problem in around season six and seven. And yeah, they did. And I went back for one season, maybe eight. And I, to be honest, I think I've bought the most recent season. And I haven't watched any of it. Which it's is actually pretty good, which has surprised me. Just I, it's waste hard to believe. Money. It's hard yeah. to believe you get thirteen seasons in and still have some juice left in the tank. But maybe there was enough turnover in the writing staff or what have you that just had brought in people that were like excited sure. about the, yeah. the show, right? And I That's feel cool. like yeah. you can you can that can happen. You can have a show where season you know you have season or two that don't really fire in all cylinders and you can rebound a bit i think again we agreed in the past that season three was pretty awful and season four and five were at least better than that 
even if they're yeah they, <laughs> even if they we were don't going have uphill for sure yeah mm. even if we don't have entirely positive memories of those but like they they definitely took a a uh, a rebound there so yeah even if this rest of the season doesn't play out well yeah i mean i'll stick with it but we'll 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 have to see how that goes i guess right. i guess the other thing is is more of a this is probably more better for uh jason snell and tim goodman on on another excellent podcast on the incomparable network so thank you for your support um tv talk show where in the old days when tng was on it was viewers per night on whatever it was three major networks and it was a lot of viewers these days a lot of these shows are sort of operating in a I hate to get all business nerdy, and it's not even that nerdy, but like the, like the long tail kind of idea applies to this, right? Like viewership of any one of these shows is incredibly tiny compared to probably Star Trek The Next Generation or Deep Space Nine or Voyager at, at the yeah. time. Hard, hard to say. I mean, some of those shows. Well, so while I'm comparing them to like they lasted seven seasons and sure. then got cut off, maybe these can last much longer because they're already in a... The bar you know is I mean? certainly like, lower on the CW than on. I mean, you mentioned Agents of Shield, yeah. and it's like, yeah, Agents of Shield doesn't do well on ABC, but the bar is way lower on the CW than it is for something like ABC, right? Right. right. That's a much right. bigger network. Yeah. That's also why it has a much bigger budget. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so. and lest lest any of our readers think that this is a, a knock, the reason this show and the other CW shows exist is because. Uh, of its ability to feel things that would not necessarily gain a huge audience, they could take a gamble on Arrow. Yes. And they did, and it's done well. And same with The Flash. And then they made Legends, which is bananas, and uh, <laughs> that makes no sense. But they've, Dan's, they've taken Dan's those bananas show. and they've made I, a banana sundae somehow. Uh, you, know. you know what? It's not... I won't say it's all winners, but like, it's surprisingly decent for what it is. I enjoy yeah. it quite a bit. I'm okay with that. Um, all right, let's do our let's do the ritual. John uh, wants to go first. John, you want to kick us off? Uh, Biff, I'm going to give it a Biff. Guy, here's the thing: we've complained <laughs> about it a lot. Um, privately, after it aired, uh, we texted each other and were like, "You know what? That was much better. Night and day yeah, better." Right. I think I said, "You know, still like a little bit of BS, but." much better episode and i 100 percent believe that i think i'm i'm gonna use the word dealing with like this is some emotional trauma that i'm trying to get over but i think i think i'm dealing with uh the mid-season lull like the i'm feeling a little bit low recently with these um these past few episodes uh hopefully it picks up and we we end the season as strong as we started it so biff all right i i you know i've been debating it last couple you know Last minute or so, as you guys kept you up talking night. about it, it's really, it's really kept me up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, way. Um, I, I think I grudgingly have to give it a biff, and it's a biff with <laughs> with some reservations, as we discussed before. Yeah. I, I, I dabbled between that and a John Junior, and I feel like I gave last week's episode of John. I was the outlier last week. I was trying to yeah. decide if I want to be it's the outlier better than a John Junior, right? Like, if you're gonna, you have to have some kind of curving grade. Yeah, grading yeah. curve. Uh, yeah, it's, right. It's tough. I mean, we're painting with a limited palette here. Exactly. <laughs> a, de- a deliberately <laughs> limited palette. Um, well, that's kind of the fun of it, though. All right. So, so you know, you constraints, know. constraints, um, you know, make creativity. I agree. I agree. Right. I'm feeling very creative. 
<laughs> are you are you creative? Are you creative enough to stage a television show in a children's theater? Like, <laughs> I am just that level of creative. Yeah. On the dance floor, they were putting on a Studio Fifty Four at the elementary school, and that's why the dance floor they fight on is all. Like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I mean, somebody needs. To that's what I. That that's what I got out of it. <laughs> I really shouldn't knock it. They did some good work, like the coloring in the casino was cool. It was pretty dynamic set. I mean, despite the different. weirdness of the it combat, it was not a set that we've seen before. Put it that way. No, exactly. There was a lot of different stuff in here, and that's why I'm edging towards Biff. It's like it's. I respect the amount of work that they put into this one, and it it largely made sense and and was good and fun. Uh, yeah. It's true. No. Uh, all right. So we are actually, surprisingly enough, we are off for a couple of weeks. Oh. Weirdly Didn't enough, they decided to take a break in between these two parts of this like arc uh, because episode the next episode, episode 16, the Thanatos Guild, which I'm guessing is actually just the League of Assassins. Let's be clear. Um, <laughs> it airs on March 29th. So. That's like two weeks from today. So we are, as we record this on Thursday. Um, so Thanatos Guild, that's leading into Infinity War, right? Yeah, I was right. just about to say, can yeah. one of our readers find out if that's a real thing? Because that definitely feels like they're I riffing off went, Thanos. I went to Google it. Um, I do not believe it is a pre-existing property, but I can tell you that Thanatos is death in Greek mythology. Um, so which, yeah, well, I knew that because that's why what, Thanos yeah. is named yeah. right. Thanos right. Is, exactly. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I guess maybe they're you know you know like well, uh, not, making a little joke yeah. there. Yeah, haha. Let's try to get some money. <laughs> I, oh, the one thing I I thought that I thought that that I'm Russian line was stolen from uh, Natasha Romanoff, um, but it's not exact. It's not exactly the same. It seemed like it was slightly similar, but not. It is it, what quite. did she say? I forget. She said, I tend not to weep over that I'm Russian. Oh. Like uh, regime change or something. Like, I can't remember what she's when she's talking to Loki in Avengers. Gotcha. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And we should also note that there's no salmon ladder this week. <laughs> I'm sorry. Why? I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go back and give it an Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Did we get a salmon ladder last week? No, but we had a we had um, we were talking on Twitter about the salmon ladder. Oh, okay. <laughs> and whether there was no salmon ladder this uh, that 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 yeah. has that has decreased right, the quality right. of the you wanna, show. You want to you want to fix ladder. this show more salmon ladder? <laughs> yeah, can't hurt salmon ladder yeah. and trick That's arrows. Right. Yeah. Well, you call, know what? You know how what it Greg. takes to get in that kind of shape? Like they're obviously <laughs> no. <in> good shape. <laughs> <laughs> Me neither. I'll tell you this: I know it takes more effort than I'm ever going to put in at all. <laughs> You don't do the show That's on the I salmon ladder? No That's idea. what I'm doing. I have no idea how much more. I am effort. salmon laddering through the, throughout this entire show as we record. Wow. God. That's true. That's then I jump down, all... shoot a couple tennis balls with my uh, arrows, <laughs> and it's all good. I think if we all put in all of the exercise we've all ever done in our lives. We could do one. We would <laughs> get maybe no. one. One bar. Oh, wait. I, I feel like I want to try. Um, not when anyone else is around, but. Uh, maybe this is our. I feel yeah. like I could. I like. I might be able to do one, but yeah, I don't know. I don't think I can even do <laughs> this one. Is, this is. Uh, I don't weigh. I don't weigh very much. <laughs> if we ever need a, if we ever need like a, a fundraising gimmick, this is this is what we're gonna do. Yeah, donate and watch us jump. Yeah. Try yeah. to do a salmon I mean, ladder. You, you, you know, you watch watch him do that 
Iron Man, whatever that thing was that uh, oh, yeah, American the, Ninja. Ninja Warrior, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Ninja Warrior or whatever. Yeah. He's not an American. Well, he's a North American ninja. Um, but th- he's amazing. Yeah, I don't yeah, think. Yeah, he's ridiculous. I mean, he, that's, yeah. that's literally his job. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. No, so wait. What, the bit I was saying is like specifically that it's like you work out cr- like crazy the day before so that your muscles are like. Mm-hmm in that painful ripped sort of, you know yeah. what i mean You're i was assuming sh- i was also assuming that they have like weights on the set and they just like pump when they're oh maybe I mean, so they have, i'm like, sure they have trainers yeah yeah so that they look you know when they do those 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 you know when like the, the digs, when shots, digs when in a short sleeve shirt or whatever and they're sparring or whatever they, they're as ripped as possible yeah, it's not like they just got back from craft ser- uh, craft services <laughs> yeah, after right. eating like a subway. <laughs> and like, craft their craft services is what we have on this show. Craft, yeah. <laughs> right, just nothing but craft services. Craft, 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 craft services. That's my that's my word. Clear. Craft services. Yeah. Craft services. Uh, that's the name of the episode, folks. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually that should be the name of our next podcast: craft services. Craft services. I don't feel like it translates quite as well as you think it does. all right let's wrap it up um we will be back in a couple weeks to talk about the next episode whenever it appears um and until then guy english thanks for being here thank you always fun john moltz always a pleasure you'll you'll always be biffs to me Oh, thanks, Alex. Group hug, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, time to John Junior. That's that cool. Really goes Just downhill. <laughs> Thank you to all our readers out there, and we will see you next time. Remember when we used to do that and enjoy it? <laughs> Vaguely. <laughs> yeah, I do. Vaguely. Yes. Well, that was when we were doing the rewatch. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>